Good day, everyone. This is Martha Childress, and welcome to Sedona Spotlight, where each week my co-host, Darielle Archer, or I feature teachers, healers, visionaries, and other notables in their field from mystical, magical Sedona, Arizona. Sedona Spotlight is here to shine its light on you, so anyone, anywhere, or anytime can experience the amazing energies emanating from the sacred red rocks of Sedona, Arizona. You can also lighten up live from Seattle, Washington and vicinity every Tuesday at half past noon on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. on the dial or listen live online from anywhere in the world you might happen to be at 1230 p.m. U.S. Pacific time by clicking the listen live link at SedonaSpotlight.com. Well, and if you go to SedonaSpotlight.com, you'll also see on the top of our website, there's a banner for airline ambassadors. And with me today is Nance Grivard, founder and president of the Airline Ambassadors. And he, she's also partnering with us with the nonprofit, along with Clean Water Foundation of Washington and our efforts to bring water filters to the Hopi and Navajo. And as I said, since the Airline Ambassadors banner is on the top of Sedona Spotlight's website, and I'm also on their board of directors for clean water efforts around the world, I thought it would be a really good idea to have Nancy on this show to talk about Airline Ambassadors as a whole and all their other great causes and missions around the world and how it too all started uh, with her relationship and a visit to Hopi Land. Welcome to the show, Nancy. Yeah, thanks, Martha. So happy to be on and uh, thanks for highlighting Airline Ambassadors and the important work we're doing to help the Hopis as well as children and vulnerable children around the world. Yeah, well, talk about your um, your visit to Hopi Land and the inception of Airline Ambassadors and and how it all kind of came together and how you got involved with the uh, Hopi Clean Water Filter Project uh, after partnering with the Clean Water Foundation, um, you know, and one of your other, uh, you know, one of one of your other right uh, wonderful yeah bringing bringing you know water and supplies to places in need. So I was actually going up the corporate ladder with American Airlines, and um, I, I probably would have gone into sales. I was a supervisor of flight attendants at the time. I had a master's degree in public administration, and I was going up. But then my father died suddenly in 1981, and it uh, was a wake-up call for me to look at my life and where I was going, and I realized that I wasn't going toward my soul. If I followed that track, yeah. I'd end up like the, the people ahead of me, which are nice people, but they didn't have a higher purpose in their life. Yes. And I said, that's not it. I, 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 that is not it. I want to, I want God. I want to know the nature of reality. I want to know uh, why we're here. And I went back to a flight attendant job, which is a backward step at American Airlines to have the time off to pursue a doctoral research and also to travel. Yeah. And my first stop after daddy died was the Hopi reservation because I heard of grandfather David, the spiritual elder of the Hopi. He was 101 when I met him. Wow. And yeah, and, and it was amazing. I drove all the way up there by myself. I, I, um, went to see him. People told me that I should bring uh, groceries and things that they might need. Yeah. I did. And he said, Nancy, can you bring me to a big meeting of the Hopi in Navajo? 
uh, I said, sure, grandfather, I'll do whatever you want. You know, yeah. I was, and so we drove to Navajo land where we, it, it was a meeting of the Hopi and Navajo about the water situation. That was in 1981 yeah. uh, when Peabody mining had left them with tainted water throughout the Navajo and Hopi reservations, both. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, so anyway, we had a big meeting. I ended up traveling for seven years, researching miraculous phenomena around the world. And at the end of those seven years, I gave away most of my possessions. Uh, I American opened a base in, in Hawaii and I took that proffer and uh, gave away everything. I just wanted God to show me what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And what came to me was, uh, how, how can we change the consciousness on the planet? I knew that needed to be changed. And what came to me was both travel and movies, parables, stories, telling stories like you're doing on Sedona Spotlight. And, uh, and I thought, well, I'm not in the movie industry, but I am a flight attendant, so I could influence the travel industry. And what if we developed a group of flight attendants that were helping children directly around the world? It would inspire the traveling public to do the same and to see that we're really all interconnected. Yeah. And that I knew that if you could bring a love into action, if you could help a child with needed medical care, if you could uh, uh, provide school supplies or something as small as a, as a toy for a child that wanted to play sports, not it's only would the child benefit, but that the person that was giving that gift would yeah. feel the connection of helping one another. And that's, and it's that done personally joy. and in person makes a hundred percent difference, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so I wrote to American about my big ideas. I pitched them on going to the United Nations Earth Summit in 1992, uh, which was coming up, and nobody responded to anything. They, I flew all the way to Dallas to meet with American. Come on, let's get on board with this. They thought, who is this chick? Who is this flight <laughs> <laughs> trying to influence us? With our marketing strategy, no girl, we're only interested in profit. Yeah. And they're not interested. So uh, I ended up uh, traveling then. I went to uh, the Aspen Conference of John Denver's in, uh, uh, soon afterwards. I met a ton more people, including Rashmi Mayor, who's the uh, president of the Global Futures Network, uh, American, uh, an Indian guy that was a beautiful guy. Anyway, he and all of these people influenced me. And I said, okay, we're going to get involved in this. And I became involved with, with something called the Campaign for the Earth. Rashmi told me to get NGO status with the United Nations in order to register and have a, an impact at this big conference coming up in Rio. And uh, I did I did do that. And I, tr I pitched I, uh, we went down to Rio, we mm -hmm. organized one of the largest 
NGO meetings uh, in the summit. Yeah. And there was a big concert. It was an amazing experience. Every president in the world was there. Every yeah. business leader, the spiritual leaders were there. It was incredible. Cool. And while we were there, I thought, golly, I'm, uh, I'm so moved. I want to be part of this effort. I can't live here in Hawaii or Denver. I had moved to Denver after Hawaii to work with Campaign for the Earth. I said, I need to live in New York and be a volunteer at the United Nations. And so I did. And so uh, <laughs> I kept pitching American Airlines and United and all the other airlines we knew. Nobody was interested. So then Gorbachev, who I ran into and I worshipped him from my early days of travel in the ex-Soviet Union, invited me to be part of a uh, of a meeting that he was doing in Kyoto, Japan. And again, I wrote to all the airlines, help me, help me, let's get involved, let's involve our flight attendants in this amazing meeting with the prime ministers of Japan and no response, nothing. And I go to my uh, my little apartment in 67th and Lex, I'm meditating, I feel, dear God, how am I gonna make a difference? And this inner voice said, Stop talking about it and start doing it. Watch what happens. And I thought, <laughs> oh, okay. And I, inside I made a prom promise to myself to take one action every month that directly helped a vulnerable yeah. child. And so, um, so then, um, oh, what happened next? I, st I started doing it. The first thing I did was the Gorbachev mission in Kyoto. And the next mission, we were going to Bosnia. In those days, there was the Bosnian War. And I had got two flight attendants to come with me and bring hotel amenities that yeah. we had collected from our layover hotels yeah. directly to the refugees. Perfect. Uh, you know, directly. And so we did that. It was, it was amazing. And the refugees were so inspired because uh, many of these women had seen their husbands killed through brutal force by the Serbs, by Serbia. Oh, God. Yeah, you know, it was awful. So then late afterwards, we took children from Bosnia, Herzegovina, and um, the three the three provinces in former Yugoslavia to the v Vienna Earth, uh, Vienna Summit on Human Rights. And during that time, um, it, we had uh, torture survivors of different tortures and different uh, demands in humanity man telling their stories and it totally impacted the kids and then at the earth summit at the vienna summit i thought this i got to keep going on this track this is something's happening so yeah you were just responding to all these needs and and you were finding yeah. the people to help you and as i say and, and people to donate the goods i mean you were just total grassroots you didn't have to wait for anything you just went for it Exactly. And uh, so then I heard about this girl that was providing um, escorts for children needing medical care not available in their home countries. And I called her. She's in Atlanta. She used to head up the program for Eastern Airlines. And she agreed. I said, will you take over? I have this idea, Airline Ambassadors. She said, no, I only work on the escort program. So that became a major program under airline investors when we finally founded it. Yeah. At the Earth Summit, I had met my husband 
my current husband, um, who I had never been married before, but um, I saw that we were on the same path together, even yeah. though his background was more environmental. Yeah. Um, I, I, he was there actually staying with the wisdom key person, Rio de Janeiro. I, I just really connected with him. And so he and I ended up getting married and founding airline ambassadors together. And yeah. it's interesting how both of us bring a, a different, I bring more heart, he brings more intellect, but together we are stronger than we are apart. So we've, we've delivered, I mean, 60 million pounds of aid to children in 60 some countries. We have provided, I think it's 34 airplanes worth of aid to children directly. And, um, and we're, we're, we're still going. Yeah. Later, I was so thrilled to hear about uh, the Clean Water Foundation. Leon called me out of the blue, Leon McLaughlin from Clean Water Foundation. And he told me about the filters that they're developing. And I, he also, and I said, I'll bring filters around the world for you. And I brought them to Philippines, where yeah. we started a whole uh, sponsorship program. We were able to sponsor all of the children in a specific or orphanage, Shepherd of the Hills orphanage. Anyway, it was a big success. And I, I said, to, and then he told me that there's a problem on the Hopi reservation. And I knew that from my early days of travel. Yeah. I said, I got to get involved in this issue. So we started raising money along with the Clean Water Foundation to uh, provide both reverse osmosis, with which my father spearheaded. Yeah, and that, that that dialed back and wove into your, you know, with your yeah. father. I mean, as I say, your father was one of the pioneers, and here you are, you know, yeah. back with the Hopi and, and supplying them with reverse osmosis along with the filters. It's just such a beautiful story. So we were so happy to be able to do a virtual concert in March on World Water Day to bring attention to what's happening on that reservation. I mean... Really, it's it's unconscionable for anyone yeah. to put up with this happening in the United States for decades, I mean, like the eighties, yeah, like like last 40, 50 years, fifty, yeah, insane. Exactly, and yeah. since and you went out there recently, Martha, so you've seen the work that Ernest Tejo is doing, installing yeah. the filters with families, making a list of all the families that need filters. If if a Hopi person. Uh, they can't use the running water out of your sink because, or if they have running water, because it's tainted with uranium and arsenic and other chemicals that's making... And boiling doesn't help. Killing. Boiling makes it worse, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we want to bring attention to this issue. This is just the first step. We're looking at contacting Peabody Mining uh, yeah. and, and actually sending a letter inviting them to support a new concert. They're the ones that love <laughs> uranium. If exactly. they don't, we can move with another lawsuit that would be similar to something uh, like the movie Dark Waters, which happened yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. So we're hoping they take the carrot and, you know, otherwise there's a stick waiting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as they say, there's, it's one of those, um, uh, another situation once you learn about what's happening and it's like, God, if there's anything you can do, of course you want to, and, and doing does make you feel good too at the same time. I mean, it's, it's such a, you know, 
beautiful symbiotic relationship and you know just the whole hopey thing just you know was so organic too it just responded to a need it's just like well isn't there anybody else or any agencies and you know thank goodness right. we've been able to find other people with kind of you know common common concerns and cares um but for people that might be interested because i know um we're you know we've had to keep delaying the mission on the Hopi reservation because you know the COVID is still an issue there um but you've got other great missions going on around the world that people can go to your website and sign up for too do you want to talk about those a little bit and let people know what's, what's yeah going on I mean we've continued to help children throughout the world in, in any capacity we can yeah I mean just today I had an email from Sierra Leone from our contact and yeah. this kid has a uh, 32 years old has eye cancer and we're looking for a way to help him. He will die if he doesn't get this surgery. Uh, it's very expensive in Ghana. It's 5,000. Yeah. I said, I give miles to bring him if we can get donated medical care anywhere. So we're looking for a way to help him. He has a riveting story. He means a young guy, he's full of life and energy. And, and then to have him have this prognosis is horrible. Yeah. But more recently, you know, what happened uh, is the Ukrainian war, which yeah. everybody was so appalled about. Yeah. And uh, Kate, one of our um, board, board members, yeah. was very concerned. And she said, I want to make a difference. And she went over there to Poland, not to not to Ukraine. We had a project that we were looking at the, helping, but she found a guy named Christoph who uh, is building, he gave up his house for, a, a, he was building for his own retirement, but yeah. he wanted to use it for the refugees. And we think it can house about 20 people. And there's, um, so Jose, another one of our volunteers, Redondo, brought over a whole bunch of shirts, so did Kate, they delivered them, and they're helping to build this house and raise money to build this house um, that's going to house Ukrainian refugees. And it's, it's really an inspiring project. And we're also selling bracelets um, made by trafficking survivors, because we've also become experts on human trafficking. Yeah, that was huge before COVID. You guys were uh, really influential uh, with the whole human trafficking and diverting some really huge trafficking rings. So, I mean, we sure were. And we initially, to go back to that story, we saved a little girl in Cambodia in 2010, and we learned about trafficking. And the next mission we correctly identified trafficking on two flights. One of those airplanes, one of those flights, uh, the the call we made saved 86 children out of a trafficking yeah. ring in Boston. And um, we ultimately gave 130 trainings and presentations around the world. I pitched Poland on this, by the way, because I said, you know, all these Refugees but the, yeah, with the refugees, Poland. they need to know how to spot that with all these, you know, young, exactly. young kids. Yeah, we had everything huge. organized, but we couldn't get the funding in place at the last minute. So unfortunately, but we hope to eventually do that. Yeah, well, and that's another it's a huge issue on the reservations, too. Um, I mean, this whole human trafficking, you know, scenario is so frightening. And the fact that you guys have been able to kind of identify the warning signs. And if you train people how to spot it. Um, is 
like you say, I mean, can save, you know, dozens, dozens and dozens of lives. I mean, in each of those lives, yeah, thousands and thousands. You know, um, exactly. We were able to get the law changed. The 2016 FAA Reauthorization Act actually um, mandated that all flight attendants get training. As a flight attendant, after we identified trafficking correctly a number of times, I knew that they had infrastructure to train staff. Yeah, well, exactly. So we were able to get the law changed. So it was it was mandated. So that that was pretty cool that we were able to do that. Oh, Nancy, you're such an inspiration. And, you know, it's just the what I've been, you know, working with, you know, from for so long, it just is such a small grassroots level. It's just been such a wonderful pleasure to get to know you and call you a very, very, very dear friend at this point, too. And um, how much you've helped our organ, our organization get more of a spotlight, you know, and that's really why Sedona Spotlight is able to be here, too, um, as an operate as a nonprofit. Um, and so it's just all been so wonderful. And I think it's a great example, too, for other people to see how easy it is. It really is to make a difference. Well, I'm just excited about going with you to the Hopi Reservation. Ultimately, when the COVID restrictions are lifted yeah. and um, we're so excited. And we have another special event coming up for Clean Water Foundation where we have auction items where People can actually get involved themselves, which is just what I and Martha and I have both done. And um, it will totally change you and make you passionate about um, bringing love into action. Well, yeah, and, and trying to navigate this with, you know, between COVID and technology and everything to make it <laughs> to catch up and find different ways to allow people to come in. So um, if someone wants to learn more about the other missions, because I know you have missions to Peru and all, you know, all of the places in the world, too. Um, how can they find uh, how can they find you and learn more about, you know, browse yeah. your website and see the amazing accomplishments you guys have done? So our website is www.airlineambapplemotherboy.org. And we do have mission. We have a mission coming up next month to South Africa where people are going to help Maria's house and another orphanage in Johannesburg and go on a safari. We have another mission coming up in Guatemala in September, in Nepal, in the Philippines. So missions are coming up all the time. We yep. invite you to travel and make a difference. Yes. And you can also just click on the banner on the top of the SedonaSpotlight.com website and just click on the airline ambassadors banner and it'll take you there too. Um, and you can also, as I say, find out everything you need about the Clean Water Foundation. And you can just shout out to Nancy or I if you want to get involved more. And thank you so much again, Nancy, for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for spotlighting us. And it's so wonderful to continue to work together. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm just, you know, just so happy, as I say, to, you know, to be partnering with you with a lot of things. And thank you so much. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in and turning up the lights because we can all be spotlights, as Nancy has just demonstrated, because everyone that's worked for you has another spotlight as well. Um, And that's how we, you know, create a brighter, you know, brighter, more positive world for everyone anywhere and anytime. So shine on everybody and have a truly magical day.